Well, hello everybody out there in Music Video Land, and welcome to another super exciting edition of the Music Video Land podcast this week in music videos, brought to you by your super good friends at imvdb.com, the internet music video database. My name is Adam, and uh, with me as usual, we have a pretty large crew, but let's start with Doug in Manhattan, New York, in his abnormally large apartment in Chelsea, Manhattan. Doug, how are you? Uh, doing super good, Adam, but I don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one of those one of those things. Th- that was your yearbook quote, right, Doug? I don't yeah. mind. Yeah. So, 2003, senior year, Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. That's where my, <laughs> that was my yearbook quote. Excellent. Um, we'll put that in the show notes somehow. Uh, <laughs> and then with this, as usual, from Fringe Music Fix, North of the Wall, he needs a, a large IMVDB t-shirt to replace his schmedium. Uh, Mr. Adam Alexander, how are you, Adam? I'm great. This is true. I, I do need to upsize the, uh, the t-shirt, so hopefully you guys can help me out with that. I love so much that you said schmedium. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had never heard that before. Is that an actual thing? or Doug, did you That's the actual that? thing in Adam Alexander's world, that's for sure. That's nice. how we say it here in Canada. It's yeah. schmedium. That's Beautiful. a Canadian accent. Um, and with us on the podcast, we have two very special guests considering uh, the video that just came out. Welcome back to the podcast, brother, Alex Lee and Kyle Whiteman. Guys, welcome to the podcast. How are you guys doing? Good to be back on the podcast, guys. Yeah, thank you so so much for having us on. Are you guys alone right now, or do you guys have more friends with you? Oh, yeah, we got Kaylee here, who's in the video. Who's <laughs> Hi, guys. The wifey. Kaylee throws, a, Kaylee throws a knife in the weekend video, right? She does. Yes, I am a knife thrower. <laughs> knife, knife thrower. <laughs> and we'll, get, and we'll dig into that. We'll dig into that more. And, and, then, and then we also have Marvin on the podcast. Marvin might not oh, yeah. be able to talk. <laughs> But, yeah. but Marvin cat. is Alex, Alex's He's tiny done. cat. What up, Marv? And Marvin, should... Where can you follow? You can you follow Marvin on Twitter or on Instagram? Someone says that Marvin Mar- has an Instagram. Marvin underscore two K fifteen. That's where everything. Happens. Marvin has more followers than any of us on Instagram. Yeah, probably. So we should mention uh, what we're talking about. Um, this week, or actually today, this is Tuesday, December eighth, and today. Uh, your guys' video for In the Night by the Weekend uh, came out. Um, yeah. And this is pretty big because The Weekend, uh, if anybody had not heard of The Weekend at the beginning of 2015, we're at the end of 2015, and you have definitely heard of The Weeknd. Um, it has, a, has had a ridiculously huge year in music videos, or in music and music videos. Um, and you guys just released a uh, video for him, so congratulations. Thank you so Thanks, much. Man. Um, yeah. This is your guys' only music video for the year, too. How's that feel? One music video. <laughs> is it actually? Is it? I think so. I Actually, I know so. What? It uh, might be. According yeah, to the da- yeah, according to the database, that's the only one. this weird website, uh, <laughs> the last music video you released was for Charlie XEX, and that happened a year ago, December 2nd, 2014. So, yeah, what the fuck have you guys been doing? It was like the same day almost. Have you guys just been napping? Napping for the last yeah. year? Hanging out with Marvin? Just woke up, man. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <just woke> <laughs> 2015 was a year of chilling for brother. We're in the commercial game for, for a second. Oh, shit. Yeah. Game. The commercial is it, game. Is it scary out there? The commercial game can be scary at times, yes. It's it's mostly just more boring. Is so. there any um can is it is there any risk of getting 
um, like food sickness in uh, the commercial yes. game. Yeah, uh, yeah. What would happen? What would happen if you got like some kind of like just like food yeah, sickness? What would happen if you shoot an Indian and decide to you know eat curry every day and get food sickness and? Is there another word for food sickness, or is that what it's called? <laughs> deli yeah. belly, dude. Oh, deli belly, deli belly, deli belly. So in in between deli belly, you guys you guys managed to find time to direct a weekend video. Yeah, man, it's, it's pretty chill. Yeah, it was pretty chill. It was all in New York too, so that was really cool. Yeah. So how did this original this video originally come about? Um, how long have you guys been working on this? Well, uh, Abel and Lamar were asking us to make a video for a while actually it was like they were talk they were talking to us for maybe nine months before yeah. we actually did write on a video before that we were just too caught up on a Facebook job which was you know daunting obviously that's where you got and the then, deli belly that's where we that's where I got the deli belly Kyle got the deli belly in Thailand though oh got it yeah and then um yeah, and then that's we just started writing, and actually we we might do the next one too. That's other news that just came up. Oh, really? For, yeah. Uh, acquainted. I don't, I don't that's think my guess. Acquainted is my guess. I don't think we can say it though. Okay, it's yeah. not for acquainted. It's it's not. Okay. It's or maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, but maybe not. Right. <laughs> right. There's rumors of other people being attached to that video. Too, ah. um, which is chill. Okay. Well, um, uh, so you guys said you, you shot in New York. I've, I've showed, the, uh, you know, I showed this video to a bunch of people today, and they were like, "How many streets did they block off um, in New York? And were any of them on Myrtle? Uh, how many streets did you guys block off in New York? And were any of them on Myrtle?" I don't think no, we no, blocked no. any off. Actually, we shot well, under a I mean, uh, over uh, a subway track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coney Island. That was yeah. crazy. Coney Island and uh, Brighton Beach. <laughs> yeah, Coney Island, Brighton Beach. It wasn't. Yeah, that was that was about it, I think. And uh, oh, but you know, Kyle and I went went kind of guerrilla style and shot at amusement park. Um, and yeah, that, and then we shot at the beach too. Which be- uh, which beach in Brooklyn? Yeah, Coney Island. Um, Coney Island, yeah. Ever heard of it? <laughs> Adam Alexander, ever heard of it? I've heard of it. it it's, uh, it's the world of TV for me, though. I've never been anywhere Coney Island like that. It's cool. I, I like Coney Island. I think it has such a weird vibe. That's why we shot the video there, too, actually. Because we ended up shooting at this really strange Russian club. It's called on the, the boardwalk. Shout out to Tatiana. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, Tatiana. I got in there and I judged all my life choices the second I was like, I'm getting naked here. Supposedly there's like a ton of Russian mafia ties there. And like a couple years ago, the place actually burnt down. Really? uh, Yeah, yeah. They didn't know like how the fire started or whatever. But so it has a really interesting history. And where did you hear that, Kyle? Um, I think I read it was a New York Times article. So did you? You did research. Is Alex is questioning you right now? You you did yeah. research that Alex didn't do. Yeah, Kyle does a lot more research for sure. <laughs> Got it. 
Is that how you guys you, you like the workload breaks down? Alex is or Alex no. like fuck research. Let's <laughs> do any research. I don't do research. I I screw the research. Yeah, that makes sense. So you guys have been working on this for, or at least talking to the weekend, aka Abel. If anybody is wondering who uh, we're referencing when uh, you guys say Abel, it do you, is. are we allowed to call him Abel? Yeah, call. Just go ahead. Oh, I've been like Abel. so. I've been reading like I read a lot of. Uh, Tweets about the weekend. I spent a lot of time reading tweets about the weekend, and yeah. it, and a lot of people call him Abel. You guys, it makes total sense that you would right. call him Abel, I'm Abel now. because you you know him. You've t- taken photos with him. Uh, yes, you 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 know, you you know if he's got so, like moist or dry skin. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know a lot about him. Good skin, say. So Abel is definitely something that you can and should call him. Very uh, supple skin. But I see I see people calling him Abel, who I know for a fact have never met them, uh, because it's like <laughs> my funny. mom and other <laughs> other people I follow on Twitter. Uh, do you guys have any in, in like? Can we call him Abel? You think that's yes. cool? Absolutely. What that's about cool. Adam Alexander? Can Adam Alexander call him Abel? Uh I don't know. Yeah, de- I mean, definitely. I mean, we're from the same province. I, I definitely have some ge- geographical precedence <laughs> oh, here. Absolutely, I, I can absolutely. call him Abel. Okay, cool. So this video is. Uh, well, there's a few unique things about this video. One, it is pretty long. It's six and a half minutes. Um, yeah, and it is a very high energy kind of uh, um, pretty violent video. And, mm-hmm. you know, given the weekend's pretty, you know, very, very public, uh, you know, stature right now, when you guys started talking about this video nine months ago and when you actually started shooting, I don't, don't know when you guys started shooting, but I have to, would have to imagine it's relatively recent. Um, yeah. You know, did the concept change at all or, 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 you know, how was that pitch to the weekend or able as we're now calling him? Okay. Um. Well, initially, when we started talking, we were supposed to do the I can't. We we're supposed to write for I can't feel my face, and then, and then we got the commercial job right as we were right, like gonna write for that, and then, and then, um, in the night came about, and, um, yeah, we just I don't know. We just started talking about, you know, doing something that was super edgy and unexpected for him, like because you know. We knew he was blowing up, and we all just wanted to do something that would shock people, sort of. Yeah, I mean, they were they were down for everything to be pretty nonlinear and crazy, and I think, I think from the beginning, you know, they they definitely understood what they were getting into. Right, and it's it's really special for like someone as big as the weekend to like release a video, um, you know, like this because it's just because it's so different from all the other mainstream videos that are out there. Yeah, it was because, really exciting that you know he was willing to kind of push, push things a bit. Right. Yeah, and so what was that like? Did you guys have any conversations? Because you know uh, the weekend has put out um, a bunch of videos this year, and I, I do feel like this is a a completely new direction. Was there any kind of like notes on on what kind of direction he was hoping for the video, or 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 what what was it like? What he wanted from you guys, or was it kind of just kind of open range? Well, I remember him talking about. Um, like he he was like he wanted to see blood, so <laughs> we were like, okay, we can. That means you know we should do something kind of edgy, and then, but when we first heard the song, we, the immediate 
you know, our immediate response was to do a really strong performance video. So, and, and, you know, it's very like eighties, which we respect. So we, um, we decided to do something kind of like, you know, uh, purple rain, like Prince's purple rain kind of thing, those kind of vibes. And then the lyrical content inspired the narrative. So that's how, and then, yeah, we just kept talking, but it was, they really let us do whatever we wanted, honestly. And did, and did they have like a, cause you guys break away from the song in a few spots. Did they know that that was going to happen? And there was any like pushback for that? Actually, they like, that was a pretty last minute decision. Yeah. That evolved in the edit, I think. Yeah. And the second, the second breakdown especially wasn't planned. But it just felt right. So they, um, they they loved it. They didn't have any they, problems with it at all. I just and and did you have a did you have a plan for how the story would work if you couldn't get that stuff in there? Because I feel like you pack a lot into that moment. Right. Well, the first breakdown we no the first breakdown um, we told them we'd do it, but we didn't know exactly what we we're going to put in there. That definitely evolved in the edit. But we had so much footage that. You know, we just put in things that made sense and just kind of created a vibe, like an eerie vibe. Yeah, we wanted to make sure we could just utilize everything we shot because it was absolutely insane how much footage we had. Um, so the breakdowns enabled us to kind of put in all the stuff that maybe the maybe we wouldn't, we wouldn't have been able to put in. So it was pretty nice. Right. And it, like when you have a lot of footage like that, you can you can there's just so much more detail you can put into something like like a video um like for example the ending you know it cuts to that beach scene which which sort of ties it together pretty well you know like the it ties the stripper girls uh plot pretty well for example um yeah this video has i think one of the best bullet traveling sequences Ever it's 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 I'm not really sure what you guys did or, or how that was done, but um, right. could you talk about that that whole reveal yeah, of totally. having the bubble bullet travel through the air? That's totally. it's actually funny. I I totally forgot this, but Kyle and I had this idea of the opening where the bullet comes towards the camera and then the and then it's uh the glass shatters and but then the camera rotates. That was like one of the starting points for like the plot. Like we wanted to find a way to tie that in because we knew we wanted to do that in the title sequence but we wanted to tie that in the story somehow and that ties in when bella shoots the window yeah so when, when we wrote the treatment we were kind of like we had that as our base and then kind of built around that um right. just because it was something we had been wanting to explore for a while is bella the actress's name or do you did you name your characters oh no bella's his girlfriend the actress yeah that's oh, her okay. actual name but oh, she, I was like, her, okay, a lot of people thought it was Jennifer Lawrence. If you see on the YouTube comments, it's pretty <laughs> funny. She does look like Jennifer Lawrence. You guys should lead into that. You just like start tweeting out like starring Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get. Yeah, that, I mean that must be one interesting thing about directing. I mean, you guys have directed videos for you know large artists before, like Charlie XCX. This is a particularly very popular artist to direct your video to direct a video for right now. Um, and I did spend some time reading the YouTube comments for this, uh, which will be sure like fast, uh, fast and coming the next few days. Um, yeah. Did that cross your guys's mind while making this video that it was going to be seen by a lot of people when it came out? 
Yeah, totally. But that's what made it, you know that's what makes it really exciting to make something as as sort of weird as this video, maybe. Um, so, yeah, I was, yeah, I was excited but, for his fans to see something like this. Yeah, especially. And it's, I, Sorry, Kyle. Oh, no, I was just going to say, especially some of his younger fans thought it would be interesting. Yeah. Hear their I don't think the younger fans would get it as much. But, you know, like, um, it's also really cool because it ties Bella. Uh, I mean, it sort of solidifies their relationship in a bit, in a way, you know. And we knew that would be kind of buzzworthy as well. And she was great on set. Like, Bella was, like, one of the, you know, best sports, honestly. Yeah, we, and was was did you like? Do you feel like you asked a lot of your on-screen performers? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we shot a lot, and I mean, it was it was definitely yeah. a demanding three days, that. full three days of shooting. Kylie, can you uh, confirm or deny that? Oh, it was definitely a lot of work. We um we were up all night. We didn't get home till like seven morning sometimes. Yeah. Kaylee got a little upset. She <laughs> <laughs> got a little upset. Um, that was one of our one of our first tips. That was our first tip. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a lot of work, but it wound up being so worth it. Honestly, Alex really pushed and so did, so did Kyle. They did a great job. I mean, I, I've never been on set before and it was amazing. It was amazing. Girls were so upset though. Yeah. Like, girls walked off. We had a lot of girls walk off and like get angry. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last day we had like a, uh, meltdown. meltdown. <laughs> yeah. Very <laughs> We had a very guerrilla style shoot where it was just basically Alex and I, and it just got to the point where everyone was kind of like, I don't know, fed up, really tired. Uh, I don't know. It was like two, three, four o'clock in the morning at one point. And, um, in yeah, the middle of Brooklyn, this, this girl, this girl, basically this girl dropped her credit card in the amusement park. And then, um, and she, it's funny cause she's actually all over the video. Um, she dropped her credit card and then gave it to one of our producers and our producer gave it to someone, but then she got it back, but then thought she had, she hadn't. And she had this meltdown that like, it was nothing. It's like anything I've ever seen. It was, it was truly a meltdown meltdown. And, (laughs) and she was like yelling. She was really, I thought she was going to like, like hit Kyle. Why, why specifically Kyle? Because Kyle was sort of Kyle, Kyle was Kyle, up in her shit. Kyle, like, Kyle had enough. Kyle got <laughs> Kyle had enough because she was being extra. Like yeah. yeah, she she was screaming at our producer and it was it got out of hand. So And basically what happened was we found her credit card in her backpack. So <laughs> Yeah, it all ended up like <laughs> It's like it's not in the bag. It's not in the bag, and then it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was really. It was such a buzzkill, though, because that was the last location of that <laughs> yeah, whole yeah. shoot, and for it to end with some like a crazy person. And two like, of two of the girls, including myself, had shoots the next day. Nice. So oh, wow. No wow. one was happy. None of the girls were happy, and she had been like drinking before. She was acting crazy. And nothing is easier to replace than a credit card. Like you, that takes eight minutes to fucking call American Express or a Visa and be like, "Yo, I lost my shit." All That's the true. last fifteen charges cross those off and give me a new one and like two days later especially when it ends up being in your own makeup bag it's just (laughs) yeah right 
And what did, a- what did Abel think about all of this? <laughs> well, Abel wasn't on that show. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Was, I just uh, wanted to say Abel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one Abel of the other was- things I love about this video is the something I haven't seen for a while, but I was really excited about, the um, artist in the rain shot. Um, there's some great okay. The weekend in the rain shots, uh, and I was wondering if those were something that you guys had originally planned for, or is that something that was at the last minute? Well, how did those come about? No, man. Like, actually, that was the only benefit from, I mean, not, sorry, not only, but that was <laughs> one of our creative sparks during our commercial shoots, was we were using a lot of rain machines. <laughs> and and we were like, this this aesthetic is pretty cool, and we thought we could do something with it. And um, we were talking about Purple Rain, and, like, it just felt... It felt good, like to sort of keep. You know, it starts without the rain, and then the first chorus hits, the rain comes. Mm-hmm. Basically, the storm gets like more intense as the song goes, and and then uh, by the last chorus, there's like colors and like it's strobing and stuff. So we just wanted to continue elevating the performance throughout the video. So the rain really helps with that one. Yeah, and then the. That's pretty unusual too that that people would you know like I feel like in narrative videos that have a performance element it always seems like it comes from the same take that right. you know there's no kind of like build there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was really that was really stressful though because we had such limited time and like the setups were taking forever and like but we knew exactly what we wanted. We actually don't have that much performance like as footage. We only have like maybe six takes and that's not a lot and and it's not. Not six takes of the whole song either. It was like in bits. So um, that was kind of stressful. But like what really I think elevated the performance was um, during post, we sort of came up with a trail effect that really I think adds something to it. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, obviously like fading from like a close up to like a wide shot um, while it's like, while while it's dawning around him. it kind of just works well with like the flow of the song. And, and do you guys find that like, cause, cause you know, there are some moments in this video that in addition to the performance, there are some moments where the weekend is having to do some uh, more like acting moments and, and, you know, yeah. act like he has a gun to his, to the back of his head and all this stuff. Um, do you find that it's um, easier to direct the performance elements because that's something that he's more used to doing or, 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 or are artists like the weekend a little bit more critical of their performance and therefore the, the acting the, is easier. When it comes to the performance, he's like incredibly intuitive and something he's been doing for a while. So we pretty much let him kind of do his thing, but, and then yeah. for acting, it's like, he also, he really wants to get into that. And that was something that, you know, yeah. He, he he wanted to be in this video. He wanted to act. He wanted to have kind of like a, it to, it to, it to, it to feel like a narrative character. So, right. I mean, yeah. like his his enthusiasm was great. So like, it really wasn't. A, I mean, it was just easy working with Abel. To be honest. Yeah, not a challenge at all. He didn't wasn't upset about his lost credit card. No, he wasn't. <laughs> a, he wasn't upset about anything really. Like he, even getting wet and stuff like. It was what the heck does does that dude have to be upset about? Yeah, like, oh, his I'm, hair is like, all my money is so <laughs> bothersome. <laughs> all my success and love admiration. I'm curious how you guys initially came in contact with him because you mentioned that you have been you know talking about this video for about nine months. Uh, right. What was your initial contact with him? 
Um, it came from, we're assigned to Lark Creative. So Jamie just emailed us one day. I was like, Lamar, his creative director wants to talk to you on the phone. And then we talked to him on the phone. And that's just how it started, but nine months ago. But when we first talked to him on the phone, it was kind of just like, hey, we want to shoot with you in the next few months kind of thing. Yeah, very preliminary. We didn't really have anything set. And then we met up with him in person. We met up with the Lamar in person. Um, I guess he like vibed us out. Everything went really well. And then, yeah, we yeah. had hackers. Yeah, it was great. Did he? Uh, did they mention any like previous works of yours that uh, they were they had referenced yeah. or anything like that? They really liked uh, Ben Khan a lot. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that one. And then they liked Gems, the Days and Night. Yeah, night. Gems a lot. Nice. Um, yeah, so those were the two they referenced. Did oh, they, they mention like any other podcasts or stuff that you guys had been <laughs> on, or like? <laughs> yeah, they love they love you guys. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. Knew it. Hey, um, I felt like there was maybe some uh, some reference points uh, to the films of Chanwook Park in the video. Was that something intentional? Do you guys like his movies, or was that just like an an accident? Or you mean uh, like the old boy? Yeah. No, actually, that was an accident. We, oh, cool. I, you know, because, like, I, Old Boy is one of my favorite movies, actually. And and um, the Japanese guy, when he came to auditions, he was, like, really, just really good. So we casted him. And then when I was looking at the photo where he's bloody, I mean, and then, then where he's, like, um, you know, in the breakdown where he's punching into the camera and stuff, that's when I realized it was, like, Old Boy. <laughs> so that was by that was on accident, but also we sort of started noticing like it felt like Blade Runner a little bit too, like the aesthetic, because um, like the club is so weird with the alligator and stuff. It just felt very like dystopian as well in a way. Yeah, um, for sure. So that was an accident as well. I and actually um, really like the way, uh, like I, I've always noticed sort of the '80s uh, like tones to the weekend's music, but his visuals have never really quite gone there as much as I would have liked them see, like see them yeah. go. And I really think you guys nailed that that '80s feel. It really marries well with uh, with his synth sound. Thanks, it's really man. cool. Oh, I cool. think Thank also you. like we really really put a lot of work into um, like how it looks, like the color correction and like how we shot things. We actually shot everything with a white diffusion filter. And if, you know, there's a lot of, if a DP was listening to this, a lot of them would be like, that's crazy. Like, that's weird. But um, every single shot is with a white diffusion, like a, a white diffusion filter. So, which basically diffuses the light. Um, so if you notice, that it's sort of like a weird, so there's like a softness to the image. Um, especially in the highlights, that's because of the white diffusion filter. Yeah, I was wondering where it came from. That's that's interesting. Yeah, I guess if, if anybody who's not a DP, it basically just does it blow out the whites, or is there does it bring everything up basically? And basically, just makes it super soft. So, mm -hmm. like, if if you were to shoot, um, you know, like a neon light, for example, without a white diffusion filter, um, it would it wouldn't have like a dispersed light like it would just be like a solid light more mm -hmm. you know what i mean um but with the white diffusion it just gives like a glow basically it, gl it makes the light glow more which is you know what um a lot of the cinematography was like in the 80s and we, were, um, we and worked at the dp uh, Lasse frank and it was 
was such a collaborative process. He was really like, he came into the project last minute and it was, we did everything that we wanted. It was really amazing working with him. He was just the best, like honestly, like the best DP we've worked with, I think in terms of like, uh, maybe like, along with Sean Kim, maybe like they were just, he was just so stoked to do something different. And he was telling, he told someone I know that it, it, he felt like he was breaking all the rules, <laughs> which, which was really cool because that's, you know, that's exactly what, I mean, it's not like we try to break the rules or anything, but that's what we wanted to do was to shoot it a little atypically. You guys really nailed the aesthetic. Uh, here, I totally agree with Adam. I, I was super excited to see that aesthetic, you know, communicated, especially in, an, in a weekend video, because of that uh, the vibe from his music. So, um, oh, thank you, man. That was that was Thanks. really was- on point. Um, I feel yeah. like it's kind of um, what that Drake video um, that came out last year. I wanted it to do what this does. It doesn't quite go '80s enough. Uh, I can't think of what this title of the song was, but. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Which one is that? Totally. I mean, hold on, we're going home. Like, oh, yeah. I think the problem with that video is it's just too glossy to be an 80s film. Like, it just, I mean, that's the thing. Like, if you're going to make something that feels like an 80s film, you really have to take care in how it looks. Like, you someone, can't put ASAP Ferg in it either, but that's <laughs> another thing. <laughs> someone who does that really well is, uh, for 70s, is like Dimitri Basil. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you have to you have to like take care of the look. I mean, if it's like glossy and it looks like it's shot on a Alexa, then it's not going to feel like an '80s film, really. And would you guys yeah. shoot this one? We did shoot it on an Alexa, but that's that. The point is that we we worked with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just the styling alone doesn't nail an '80s vibe. You got to do some more. And, and you get and, and is there some is there is there are you guys mixing sources in this one as well? Yeah, we yeah. shot FS seven hundred and <clears throat> as well. Yeah, VHS was pretty crucial. I, actually, uh, Anton shot the VHS. Yeah, I was yeah. going to ask you who shot the actual VHS. That, that's right. tight. I saw you tag him in your Instagram post. I was like, I wonder what yes. Anton did. I bet you it's the VHS. The the crab crab guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> who uh, who shot the VHS stuff on your um, Miss Mister video? Oh, uh, that was like everyone on set. <laughs> okay, right. I'm right. Doug. Yeah, Doug. Right. Doug shot some VHS. Oh, yeah. He doesn't remember. Yeah, right. Um, uh, right, but yeah, I, f- I figured. I figured that might have been Anton. Well, that's fun. <laughs> Speaking of Drake, we uh, should also mention this week that the Grammy nominations came out for Music Video of the Year this year. Um, nice. And we, you know, Grammys are I think are usually thought of as a music centric award show, but it's kind of. Uh, a little known, maybe not a little known, but most people don't really pay attention to the fact that they have a music video category. Um, and it's uh, an interesting category every year. I think they they do a pretty good job of choosing the nominees. And it's kind of a, a interesting aspect of this year's nominations that Drake's record label, uh, Cash Money, apparently forgot to submit Hotline Bling for Grammy consideration. Um, everybody was wondering why Hotline Bling was not considered for everything for any Grammys since it was uh, released well within the I think September 30th cutoff date for the Grammys. Um, that's because apparently you need to submit it for consideration, and Cash Money did not. But plenty of other Drake songs and albums were also uh, included, so he didn't miss out too much. But I feel like Hotline Bling would have at least you know 
gone for one or two awards if it was submitted. So um, that's a little yeah. bit of a missed opportunity. Yeah, fucking, you blew it, Cash Money. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? So this year's nominations for Grammy for Music Video of the Year are ASAP Rocky LSD, directed by Dexter Navi, or, or Navy mm-hmm. maybe, and ASAP Rocky. Um, we also right. have The Dead Weather, I Feel Love, Every Million Miles, directed by Ian and Cooper. Uh, we also have uh, All Right by Kendrick Lamar, directed by Colin Tilly. Taylor Swift, Blood, Bad Blood Remix, which pretty much swept the VMAs this year, directed by um, Joseph Kahn. And then wrapping up the list, we have a video that I watched, loved, and completely forgot about, and that is Freedom by Pharrell Williams, directed by Paul Hunter. Um, so it's it's weird. I I don't remember the Grammy nominees coming out so close to the best of the year lists. I I don't know if this is new for this year or if it's, or if it always happens, but I don't really remember uh, <clears throat> them aligning so closely all the time. So it was weird that the Grammy nominees came out this week to me. I don't I don't know if that if I'm just an idiot. I don't really remember the date that they came out last year, but I do remember that the uh, lists for best music videos are coming out earlier and earlier every year. Well, that's true. Um, actually, Adam Alexander, the Fringe list came out already. They're all out. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you didn't put this weekend video on there. You- I know it, it hurts a little bit. It's a, it's a tricky thing, right? You got to it got to We don't want to be the last one to release these lists, but. All it's, good, man. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> uh, you guys are you, you're on you're on Kyle and Alex's blacklist now. You're <laughs> yeah. never gonna be you're never gonna be on their list of best music. The media game. blackout. Uh, Kyle and Alex, are you guys have you guys seen all of the videos on this year's Grammy nomination list? Yes, yeah. I saw them. Do you guys have any thoughts on what these nominees are? Any like favorites of these this group? Um, hmm, let me see. Wait. Let me look at the list again. Uh, it's my, I would say the Kendrick video for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kendrick video the most maybe. That that's that video is you know that that video has won you know everything from like you know highbrow music video craft awards um, uh-huh. all the way down to the VMAs. That's like that's kind of like the video that uh, has been most decorated this year. So I, I feel like that's. That's the safest bet uh, from the list. That it's and it's going to probably be that Kendrick video, and and kind of really unexpected, um, and and really great. You know, Colin Tilly makes some great videos, but but not really at this this type of video seems new for him. Yeah, this is a bold it's a bold statement, but it's probably Kendrick's only good video. Yeah, I, think I would he, say. I think he really stepped it up for this one, which is cool. Colin Tilly, that Kendrick is. Yeah, really doesn't seem to have. I don't know. Like a lot of his videos seem sort of just like they just shot it to promote a song. Like just there was nothing really behind it. But yeah, this video is really cool. I liked it. Yeah, I think this this video I've been revisiting over and over again over the last few weeks as the end of the year lists come out and a lot of the sort of award shows that include music videos come out toward the end of the year. Um, The 2015 VMAs uh, nominated for a bunch of things. Colin Tilly won for Best Director. But I think the one on the list that kind of bugs me a little bit is the Bad Blood video, um, also including Kendrick Lamar, featuring Kendrick Lamar, but by Taylor Swift. Uh, Mm. This one video of the year, as well as Best Collaboration at the 2015 MTV VMAs. And uh, I think these two videos are so diametrically opposed. This is directed by Joseph Kahn. Um, you know, all right is such a, a, a 
beautifully executed video um, with a lot of really memorable vi- visuals, you know, coupled with, you know, interesting social message kind of intertwined in there. And Bad Blood is just sort of a bunch of ladies uh, trying out some weapons um, <laughs> with no real direction or anything really interesting in it. So I, I'm well, it has of, a bit of a, a woman's empowerment message to it. It's not void of any kind of social message. I, suppose. I mean, it's not as deep, but it's there. All right, fine, fine, Adam. It's just, it's just the celebrity, like, they just gathered a bunch of celebrities that are, you know, cool girls. And and, and Joseph Kahn uh, knows how to make shit look cool in, in a two-minute four to four-minute span. Like, you, you, you know, it's, you can't really argue that, like, if you, like, it, like I'd love to get, sh- get this Joseph Kahn treatment in this video. Like, get me a leather black outfit for me to wear and a weapon and an explosion <laughs> and I'll make that shit my Christmas card but like it doesn't make for like it doesn't make for a Grammy award winning music video right uh, it's the it's cool as fuck but it's not you know uh, yeah. unique or groundbreaking it's, or, yeah, it's very or Michael interesting Bay. very it's Michael just, Bay yeah and there's room yeah. for Michael Bay music videos and I think that they're Absolutely. great and uh, I think there's cool, there's plenty of cool stuff in this Joseph Conn Bad Blood music video. But I think you know the Grammy Award music video should be recognizing more than just like oh explosions are cool always. Uh, and so that that's that's what disappoints me the most is because that's really all that video is offering um, is just like we're going to try to try to make these famous women look cool. Yeah, I feel like it, if he heard this podcast, he'd he'd subtweet you guys or something. Yeah, I'd be all about a Joseph Kahn subtweet. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm he, looking forward and exciting excited about a Joseph Kahn subtweet. I my biggest problem with the video is it sets up an interesting narrative in the beginning between Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez, and then basically is another four minutes of exposition. I would love to see the movie where Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez. Uh, kind of uh, square off against each other, um, but I yeah. feel like this was this was added because it was such a hit at the MTV VMAs, and I know, I know the uh, Grammy nominations definitely pay attention to, to the VMAs in terms of the music video category. Well, also it's because it's Taylor Swift, right? And like you can, you know, and if this wins, it's 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 the Grammys' chance to give Taylor Swift and Kendrick Lamar a Grammy, mm-hmm. which you know. That's a gr- that's great. And lead it It's also I think the thing to remember is that it's also the Grammys and that historically they don't award videos based on the same merits as kind of what we're criticizing this video on. Yeah, well, like, they got uh, it right last year, right? David Wilson. True. They did. They did last year. But it was that was a that was a rare year really to see that kind of uh, you know, David Wilson wore motherfucking pumps to the Grammys last year. <laughs> you guys think Colin Tilly's going to wear high heels? <laughs> If Colin Tilly, if Colin Tilly was the Grammys in high heels, my mind would bl- be blown. Uh, if, yeah. if Colin Tilly, if you're listening, please wear high heels to the Grammys. Had you guys seen the "I Feel Love Every Million Miles" video by the Dead Weather before the Grammy nominations came out? No, I yeah, that I was lost, that. didn't it? Because I didn't. I, I up usually, and like I didn't see the. I didn't see that one. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what's up with that. Ian and Cooper didn't didn't upload it to Vimeo. I'll be now, honest, I saw it today. That's yeah, the vibe, but it's, but it's yeah. great. You know, I mean, it's it's cool. It does remind me a little bit of the A.G. Rojas uh, video he did for, um, what the fuck is that called? Uh, Jack White. 
I think 16 saltines a little bit. Yeah, but, it's definitely got some. It's definitely got some of those elements for sure. Wait, Dead Weather is um, he's isn't he in the band? Uh, yeah, he is. Not quite yeah, Dead he's Weather. got. He is. Yeah. I don't know. It did remind me of that. I don't know if that was like a thing they referenced or something, but maybe that was my first thought. It was cool though. It was my yeah, first I think thought. Ian, I think Ian and Cooper are great. And I think the execution is great. And I think the, the, was v, good. the VFX are pretty strong. Right. Um, I did like the light changes going on. That was yeah. Cool. Yeah. That was super cool. I like when it went from kind of black and white to color. I think the pacing is really strong. Right. But it's a strange it's a strange inclusion kind of though. It's like we okay, we need an indie rock one in here. What's one that was out that's pretty good? It's just the strange inclusion, I think. It's good, yeah. but the video of the, the year. L, the, the LSD is the one that surprised me the most and I love that video and I think the the edit in that video is great too, but um it was really surprising. It seems like they just wanted to make it a hip hop heavy Grammys. Uh, because the album of the year also has both the weekend album and Kendrick Lamar, uh, it, and and Kendrick Lamar is is kind of all over. It just is a very hip hop heavy Grammys, which I don't think there's anything wrong with. Uh, right. But the LSD video, it just was like uh, it just it. I I didn't realize that that type of video would be on the 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 Grammys radar. Yeah, I love that one too, Doug. I I didn't know you were a fan of that video. It's it's a pretty great one. It is a, a bit of a surprise because it didn't get really pushed around the internet all that much considering got a vimeo staff pick (laughs) (laughs) i like the lsd video um but it does kind of like remind me of enter the void a little too much Hmm. that's that's my only yeah that's true because because like enter the void is shot in tokyo and it's about drugs and there's a lot of colors and but you know it's so cool video. LSD is all about that's the LSD is all about that mirror shot, right? Well, right, but it's also about the transitions, right? Yes, yeah, that's transitions right. for sure. But the mirror shot is the what is the shot that's like, oh shit! But yeah, the transitions are great too, and yeah. and the colors are wavy. I would call them wavy. Uh-huh. Two V's. And we should also mention that uh, this year's Grammy nominations for Best Music Video includes a video by Paul Hunter, who has kind of been... I mean, he's a legendary music video director. Um, We have videos in in the database that go back to 1993 for him. Um, But there's a bit of a gap between 2012 and 2015 for his Pharrell Williams Freedom video. But Paul, Paul Hunter also started Pretty Bird. Oh yeah, for sure. He's he's been he's been absolutely a presence in the music video industry for sure. But in yeah. terms of actually having a director credit, um, has been a bit a bit of a gap where he's been actually directing a video. I mean, he's right. directed some amazingly classic and some really classic videos. Uh, you could check out his page on imvdb.com. Um, it's there. But freedom. But Pretty was, Bird. Pretty Bird also produced uh, that Ian and Cooper video because they're on Pretty Bird. Definitely, yeah. Good, um, good year for Pretty Bird. Could you feel Pretty Bird and Doomsday and uh, London Alley? Um, yeah, this is a video that I saw, uh, and then I, I kind of I didn't forget about it, but I feel like that the single Freedom was so tied to the Apple Music launch that as soon as Apple Music kind of died down, the single also died down, and this this and in turn this this video died down for me. But I, revisiting it today, uh, I thought this is a, a pretty solid video. I'm glad they picked this one. Yeah, I think it's a nice video. I think it's a cool video. I like the um, I like what's going on in it for sure. 
Yeah, it's definitely well executed. You know, Paul Hunter is a, uh, you know, um, I feel like it's, uh, it, it feels like a video directed by someone who's been directing music videos for a long time. Uh, exactly. It's it kind of reminds of, me of like Mark Romanek or something. Yeah. yeah, it's got a lot of very old school and traditional elements, but it's also just, you know, very high level. You know, it's, it, it's difficult to incorporate stock footage in. You know, they do it well. Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. And, and can anybody help me? I, I feel like I've seen this dilapidated mall from this video somewhere else. And it's driving me crazy. I feel like this is a this is a location that probably gets used all the time. But it's the mall they use in Tim and Eric Billion. Oh, okay, that is exactly no. I don't know. I made that up. I made that up. I made that up. I don't know. Oh, Maybe if that is. is true, then that is that is great. Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie. Uh, if anybody is <laughs> familiar with that, um, I wish. Alex I Kral, have you guys ever seen that movie? Swallow, Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie. Valley Mall. Yes, yeah. I've seen that. It's great. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Swallow Valley Mall. Um, make a billion dollars. Come yeah. Might be it. Might be it. I don't know. It could be it. I feel like it could be, could it. be it. It's a good question. It's something to look up. Yeah, it's it's a cool location. I'd like to know where that was filmed. Is Masters of None worth watching? Yeah, I thought it was cool. It's good. I was yeah. down with it. It was yeah, cool. it was it some some episodes were a little bit off, but the when when it was when it really was good, it, it really it was good. I didn't, I didn't when it was watch good, it was any good. Of the ones that were off. Uh, um, uh, I, the first I, one's weak. I thought I, I wasn't excited about the pilot, the critic. first episode. Adam Alexander is tough critic. No, I thought it was it, it was it felt very fresh, very fresh and unique. What about what about Crumpus though? Not seen. No, don't know it. <laughs> Anyone What's seen Crumpus? that? No. What's <laughs> Um, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, but I saw the trailer for it. Who's in Crumpus? Isn't that like a scary Christmas movie? Is that the yeah. one? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Is that good? You think? Probably I don't not. Know. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard good things. So. Yeah, Crumpus. Um, checking the uh, checking the show notes. You'll see a link to Crumpus. Alex and Kyle, <laughs> you guys should do. You should guys should do like quick Twitter size movie reviews. Or, yeah. or even Netflix reviews. I would, I would be very interested in your take on. Uh, we'll, we'll start with Crumpus. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Go, yeah, after this podcast, go out and see Crumpus. Um, if it's not out, go to the theater and demand they show you Crumpus. Yeah. Um, drop Abel's name, and they'll <laughs> they'll pull out a copy of Crumpus and they'll show it to you. All right. Yeah, they we'll got them ready. As I mentioned in an email thread that Doug and Adam and I were talking about, the theme of this week's music videos are ladies pissing. Um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, there's some <laughs> there's some sexually explicit stuff in here. So why don't we talk about maybe one or two of the music videos from this week? We we've yeah. already talking talked about in the night uh, by the weekend. Of course, um, still peaches. Yeah, two peaches. peaches. No peeing. Did you guys cut the peeing? You had peeing in the, in the weekend video originally. Yeah, we that did. Was, that was yeah. rain supposed to be. It was. It was going to lead into the rain performance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so, so Peach's rub is a video that only it's Vimeo exclusive. Yeah, and we we, right. we should because mention Vimeo it. lets you pee. Let's lets you pee on camera. Pee, yeah, unlimited <laughs> peeing on Vimeo. If there, I, you get a lot of Vimeo ads, and it, one of my Vimeo ads says, 
So this is a video uh, by Peaches. Peaches, if you have not heard of Peaches. Um, then you don't listen to this podcast. Then you don't listen to the podcast. We talked about a lot of Peaches music videos before. And this is from an album called Rub. Um, this is uh, something that Peaches mentioned that they uh, were going to be doing like a video for every track. Uh, it was going to be one of those deals. Um, so we've been kind of seeing those come out throughout the year. I think this is maybe the fourth or the fifth one in that series. Um and this one, I think, uh, if I remember... This series, one holds the least amount back. This holds the least amount back. This is directed yeah, by... this is definitely... Co-directed yeah. by Peaches, A.L. Steiner, and Lex Vaughn. And this definitely... This is five minutes and 20 seconds of stuff that every frame is made for Vimeo and not for YouTube because there's a lot of nudity in this, a lot of... In addition to a lot of uh, suggestive imagery... Um, and it takes place mostly. There's a in lot of just desert. literal, literal, literal fucking, right? Like there is, or at least like uh, third uh, up to third base, right? Going oh on this video depends oh, on what yeah, your yeah. definition of base is. I, yeah, I don't really know what the bases are. I just assume that third it's a home base run, is, man. Third <laughs> base, yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on in this. What in base this video. is pulling a, a microphone out of your vagina? I think that's third. Okay, so then we get to third base in this video. Um, but so so aside from the shock, I mean, I don't know if you could call it shock value based on the fact that we're on the internet. Nothing is truly shocking anymore. But uh, did you guys find you know artistic value in this? And aside from the uh, sort of the the um, not safe for work elements, I did. You know, I think that you know, um, I think it's pr- it's a lot easier to put like extremely beautiful naked people in your music video. Hmm. Um, I think you, um, I think that it's a different thing when you put like re- real people that are naked in your music video and real people means people of, you know, every shape and size and, and yeah. gender and whatever. It's kind of and, the thing she does, right? She's kind yeah. of like redefining what we cons- what we perceive as uh, like beauty, typical yeah. beauty. So if like the most attractive person in the world is an acceptable person to look at naked, then why isn't everybody? And and I think right. that that I think that that this video it, it makes that statement very on the nose and very in your face, okay. but uh, in a way that is you know I think I think um, worthy of uh, attention and recognition and c- celebration and hi- and higher production values than what we're used to seeing from her videos. This one. Kind of, kind of levels up a bit. I find. Yeah, yeah, right. which is, which I think is good because you know, um, do you guys remember when Vine first came out and like it, and there was a fun stuff, but there was also a bunch of really like weird, weird, weird porn, like mm-hmm. just like people filming themselves having sex, and uh, it like was very in your face. And I think that some of that reminds me of this, like that you know. But when I think you put like the high production value that I think uh, it makes it a little bit more palatable. Right. It's very Mad Max Fury Road without the cars and peeing and <laughs> and lots of... But very Frank Miller vibes. I feel like it's very Mad Max. A lot of the stuff, the, the people and... Um, yeah, I actually, now that you mentioned that, uh, that makes a lot of sense uh, because there is this sort of like desert... You know, we start yeah. from the daytime, we go to the nighttime, nothing is... Re- there is a little bit of a dystopian future element to this. Right. I'm really surprised, like, these the, the actors, like, they really... 
and the band members and stuff. How do you? That's the band members. I mean, there are band. There are band members. Like these. This appears to be the band members. They're playing. They're playing instruments in this video. Yeah, I think she has like. uh, I think she has a touring band uh, that's in the video. It's most. She's pretty much like a solo artist, but she does have a band. And I can imagine that if you're Peach's band, that you're not like modest. Yeah, Peaches is she's known for being outrageous, so I'm sure people, you know. What about three thirty eight? They're drawn to this. I mean three thirty three where the, <laughs> the three What's going on there? Uh, for anybody who has not seen this video, the, uh what is being referenced <laughs> is a somebody's uh <laughs> cock flopping around in, in Peach's face for a little bit. Uh, yeah. I she, she seems I, to I, be pretty pretty excited about it. I, I miss I missed this. I thought it was all women oh the God, entire you video. You missed all of the good. You missed the you missed the, the ladies. Uh, well, this I mean, they, uh, there's it's not really clear how this person self identifies, and so this could be a lady. But uh, sure. um, this is true. um, I I featured this video in the category section of Vimeo without immediately <laughs> watching it. I just saw like a lot of people, it, you know, David Wilson and all these other people were like celebrating this video. And I had to watch the other Peaches videos that have come from this album. And I knew that they kind of like pushed the limits. Um, but, you know, Vimeo is a pretty open place. Mm-hmm. And then I featured this and then watched it. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe just a little <laughs> bit, maybe too much for curated sections. So I pulled that down. So can't look at it. You can't look at it in categories. Yeah, there. I mean, there is that element to it, the Mad Max element. Um, but you know, you mentioned like David Wilson sharing this, and a lot of different people sharing this, and, and being super, you know, uh, putting it in that category of you know empowering videos in that sense. Um, right. I really love. I. I there's something really fun about that. The over the topness of this, there's really like nothing held back in this video. Like they pretty literally of whatever is, uh, you know, whatever you feel like you could, you could put on Vimeo. I feel like they're like, yeah, let's put this on here. Um, which is a lot of fun. Um, and then in the description, they list every person's name. Yeah. Which so is this also is like great. Also this is not like, like in which I'm anonymous people. This is like out there, which is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, this is like Jim and 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 Nicole and people with names and and Thanks, actually Nicole. it's not Jim and Nicole. If you look at the names, Harry Brown and and Cinnamon Maxine, mm-hmm. uh, those are those are fun names. The other Adam- movie that comes to mind is one that I watched randomly one night. Uh, um, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. I just thought of that now, but there's definitely a right. bit of that too. It's about some transsexuals that oh, uh, travel across the desert, and, and it's like a very sexual kind of. Uh, it definitely is uh, probably nodding to that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I can see that. So we should uh, talk about one more video here from this week. Um, Doug has put uh, definitely a few videos on here that. Uh, in this area. The other one that we should probably mention is I have no clue how to pronounce this. And Adam, I Reggie Snow. Yeah, it's Reggie. Oh, okay. Wow. I thought I was. This is going to be a huge challenge that not even the French keep it simple. Adam Alexander could could help us help us with. But it is actually pretty simple. This is uh, Blackest Skin by Reggie Snow, directed by Ian Pons Jewel. Um, this in- includes uh, some urination in a completely different. Uh, light. Uh, Doug, you put this video on the list. You want to walk us through this a little bit? Sure. So this video features, uh, it's kind of a performance 
heavy video. It's got Reggie Snow performing in this kind of uh, underground, uh, like kind of sure. like sewer. Sure, yeah, sewers are underground. Where the ninja, <laughs> where the Ninja Turtles live. Yeah, and, actually, this whole video, all I can think about was Ninja Turtles. I don't know why. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, and then, like, there's, <clears throat> um, you know, with Reggie in, in in this sewer is kind of like this other man, and he's kind of like covered in like mud and soot and just like dirt, and <laughs> and and they're kind of you know. Reggie and, and this guy seem to have been underground for a while. And um, <laughs> up in, on the re- regular ground uh, is this kind of very light, pale-skinned, red-headed <laughs> woman. Um, and Reggie and her seem to have some sort of relationship. And the fact that she is very fair, fair-skinned, and this song is called Black as Skin, you know, it's not done by a mistake. Um, and you know, this is a very, uh, you know, there's a connection between these two characters and at one point, uh, near the back half of the video, um, the woman kind of straddles the grate that is above the sewer, um, <laughs> and, and, and pees gold, uh, down. Or mustard. Gold or mustard? I would say gold. <laughs> I'm saying gold. I think that, you know, this gold is like... Gold or mustard? Ma- what the mustard. fuck is wrong Adam, Ale- Adam Alexander reading, <laughs> reading way different things into this. I was show. hungry. I was Adam hungry. Alexander just came from a Major League Baseball game <laughs> and was just like in locked Canada. in on hot dogs and pretzels. Let's agree and that it's not urine. No, just well, it's no, it. but I think that it's meant to be some kind of like, you know... She's wearing gold underwear, so you might be right. Uh, yeah, I don't think I might right be right. Mm-hmm. I think it's meant to be gold. Um, but you know, it's a, you know there, there's a um, kind of like like kind of racial. I don't I don't I don't think you can call it undertones when a white person is peeing gold onto a black person underground. But uh, you know, there are definitely like lots of uh, racial messages being conveyed here in this video as well. Um, but really stylish and. Felt very Ian's Ponge, Ian Ponge Jewel. I don't know why, like, a woman peeing on a man felt like an Ian Ponge Jewel music video. Congratulations, but was, Ian. <laughs> like, and that's not meant to be disrespectful at all. I think Ian is just, like, the type of director who can who can do this in a music video and have it just, like, make total sense and be like, oh, yeah, like, that's so cool. Uh, I don't know how anybody else felt about that. I don't want to speak for everyone who... who like maybe you don't you aren't into gold pee, but uh, I was in this sense. <laughs> that was that was, a, that that was, was an amazing analysis. <laughs> am I off? Ba- am always- I off? Ba- am I off base, you guys? Or no, no? dogs. You always break down videos the best. Like you should be the go-to for those. Thanks. Yeah, I think you speak for all of us. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. My my only addition would be that uh, uh, I I feel like some. <laughs> There could be some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle April O'Neil fan fiction that comes. Oh from shit! April O'Neil being a redhead is an interesting. Wasn't she a redhead? In- yeah, oh, she was. Oh, not in the movie because that was what's her name. Who? Well, uh, oh, that was- Shelley Duvall. No, <laughs> yeah, uh, Shelley Duvall. No, that, I mean in the Michael Bay movies, it was uh, Megan Fox, right, I believe. Right, and she does was it really? Yes. Been? Okay. Um, but I can't remember who it is in the '80s movies. Probably someone who's long dead. Um, but yeah, I. <laughs> I, uh, this was, a, I loved this video. I mean, Ian's Pond's Jewels, uh, Jewel brings 
that really interesting kind of subtext element to his videos. Uh, and this is no disappointment. Um, Senorita by Vince Staples is showing up, a video that he directed is showing up on a lot of people's best of 2015 lists uh, for good reason. Um, and that is, I think, in, in no small part to the really interesting, uh, not very obvious subtext that he brings to the video. So, um, yeah, I love this video. And uh, this is, I think this is the second video we've seen where somebody is covered in gold. I think there one is a Gafaselstein video, uh, but in yeah, covered in gold in a very different video. way. Yeah, the Florida Mana video. So, yeah, I'm a little salty though because Ragey Snow slid into Kaylee's DMs. Oh shit. <laughs> What? Kaylee, can you tell us a little bit more about that? <laughs> I don't even remember what he said. <laughs> he just, you know who else He would slid follow in? me and unfollow me. Oh, you know shit. Who slid into her DMs is Keith Ape. You know Keith? <laughs> really? Yeah, well, of course. It's Gma. So what, what hurt you the most, Alex? I think... I think Keith Ape, maybe, because I really like that song. I'm feeling his heart. It's beating really fast as he says this. <laughs> How did, what does Marvin think? And where is Marvin set at this? Marvin still likes Keith Ape. That's okay. the that's <laughs> around the house. Marvin, yeah. He's not taking sides, or is he? He's taking Keith Ape's side. Yeah, Ooh, right. Okay. That's uh, I didn't expect Keith that. doesn't fill his food bowl though. That's yeah, funny. don't bite the hand that feeds you, Marvin. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, uh, that's a risky move. Risky move from Marvin. If there's anything that comes out of this podcast, we need to give some solid life advice to Marvin. Right. I sl- I'll slide into Alex's DMs. What? <laughs> okay. Any day. Okay. You got to move out of Adam, Adam Alexander's well, way because Adam Alexander's well, deep yeah. in, in Alex's DMs, which is real weird. <laughs> Don't look in there. Uh, Let's so move on. Let's beyond move on. that, though, beyond that, Alex. Uh, Let's move on. Beyond your beyond your saltiness towards towards Reggie Snow. Uh, what do you think of the video, though? I like I like, I like Ian Sponge. Ian Ian Ponge. His name is hard to say. It really yeah. is, isn't it? I screw it up every single time. He's a nice guy. We met him like a year ago, maybe. And in London? In- Were you guys in London? No, no. He was actually in New York when we met him. So. Yeah, we had breakfast at the Empire Diner. At uh, the Smile. <laughs> cool. I yeah. took Adam Fairholme to Empire Diner. Yeah, and we we listened in. We pretended to talk and listened in on some Whoa. some parents. Remember, fight. remember when uh, we went to that Chinese tea place? Oh uh, yeah. Oh, that was so good. That was really um, good. The last podcast we talked about the we talked about the MoMA and the picture you took of Adam in my dad's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a classic picture, Alex. Thank you. Very classic picture. Nice. Living in for me. Thank you um, to Kaylee for joining joining us. Thank uh, you for having me. Um, and Alex and Kyle, congratulations on this weekend video. This is huge. So we wish you guys the best of luck and the millions of views as this video goes forth. Um, I'm Thank sure you, guys you so much. I'm sure you guys won't have any problem. Uh, Means a lot with that um so thank you guys so much for joining us thank you you guys are awesome um it's awesome it's it's so good to be back talking yeah definitely we should figure out where that chinese tea room is because i would like to go back there and although it's in midtown midtown right by the moma 
Yeah, exactly. We'll just go ahead in the direction of the MoMA and it'll reveal itself to us. Um, yes. Call our names. If you wanted to see any of the videos and or links that we talked about in this video, uh, just go to imvdb.com slash podcasts. It's very simple and easy. Um, and uh, if you want to see uh, the Peaches Rub video, if you're uh, at, at all interested in our description, um, it's up there. It's only available on Vimeo. You can't do like a, a YouTube search and find that. No. Um, at least the uncensored version, um, as well as the Grammy nominations as well, of course. Um, and look uh, out next week for our top 10 music videos of the year. That's right. I was just in New York last weekend uh, uh, filming with Ian, Ian Perlman, uh, DPing a video of us talking about our top 10 music videos of the year. We'll also have a link to Adam Alexander's Fringy Music Fix top 10 music, or top music videos of the year. Um, Adam, you don't do it in a particular order, do you? Uh, yeah, they're loosely ranked. I don't use numbers, but they yeah, they've got a kind of a flow. You use just emojis. And, yeah, and the, we're left to figure out what they mean. Yeah, there's the code. Yeah, the top one is a taco emoji, which is new. Uh, Obviously, and I know that because I'm a cool person. Um, yep. So sweet. So uh, look out for that, and it'll be on Canal 180. If you happen to be in Portugal, turn on your TV to Canal 180, and you'll get it on December 23rd. December 23rd. Um, so sweet. So uh, there we go. We'll see you guys next week.